We are coming to you live from the Hayes, Niner Nation. Welcome back to another week of Diamond Niners Weekly. This is week five of the 2020 season. As always, this is Nick, joined by Kevin. What's up, Niner Nation? Coach Woody. Hey, everybody. Producer Brad. Hey, hey. All right, guys, we got a big show for you tonight. Um, let's just go ahead and jump right in. Big week in Niners baseball to talk about. Let's start with the week in review. We're going to make this real simple for everybody. Uh, some stuff happened over the weekend, and then last night we beat NC State. Does that sum it up pretty good, Coach Woody? Perfect, yep. All right. So, all right. We'll be we'll be we'll be a little more fair. Let's go back over the results here real quick. Um, Friday night rough start to the series, uh, which which you know I'll just go ahead and I won't be the last person to say this tonight, but you know ECU, what a ball club. Yeah. I mean, we we saw that they can they can really play. Yeah. Um, Friday night fourteen to four. We dropped uh, Saturday fifteen to five on a beautiful day at the Hayes. Uh, Sunday, very interesting game. Got back in it uh, four to one. Uh, easily a game that could have could have gone our way with yep. uh, with another. Performance from Andrew Roach, yep. but um, all in all, not not the weekend we were we were trying to have there. Coach. Learning experience, growth, for sure. Um, what do you? Let, let's just let, let's let's not even let's not even go through this game by game. Forget it. How do how do you how do you talk to the team about a weekend like that? What what are your takeaways from a weekend like that? Well, you know, I, I think if I could give some insight to some of the discussions it would be that this this past weekend whether whether we swept or got swept it wasn't going to define our season mm. you know when we when the season started uh, you know we didn't set out to you know our season's going to be made or break broken week four with the east carolina series it, it just wasn't going to happen so i mean obviously we would have rather have flipped the scores of all three games and we would have all felt much better right but um, at the end of the at the end of the day, every every goal that the you know this team has is still in front of us. Nothing, no goal of ours was prevented or eliminated because of the results from this past weekend. So we really just tried to stay focused on that, and that was the bulk of the discussion. Um, you know, after the weekend was that you know our goal is to win Conference USA. Our goal is to win the Conference USA tournament. If you do one or both of those things, you're likely you're going to play in the NCAA tournament. And once you get in the NCAA tournament, you have an opportunity to make a run to, to play in a super regional in the College World Series. So none of those goals from this past weekend were erased, eliminated, or prevented. And that that's really what we tried to highlight. Um, you know, and then we we talked about you know, just the, the, the progression of the weekend and how we felt like every facet w- actually improved over the course of the weekend and how, you know, if that if that trend continued, then week five would be much better and then week four. And, you know, those are just the types of things, you know, discussion. I mean, nothing from this past weekend. It wasn't a lack of effort. It wasn't a lack of competitiveness. It wasn't a lack of enthusiasm for, you know, playing for each other or anything like that. It was it just you know they played better than us yeah. all right and then let's 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 look at let's look at the things that we can control try to improve those move forward and let's try to be better in week 5 because of it so and then as you touched on in terms of last night's results you know we would say here early on in week 5 that that's that's kind of what's happening so you know i i think i i truly think that we can look back at the season when whenever our season ends and we i think we're going to look back at this past weekend as much as it hurt and as much as you know it it tested us i think 
we'll look back at the East Carolina series and say, although we 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 would love to flip the three scores, um, it actually made us better and it taught us a lot about it ourselves and it and it brought us all closer. Yeah, you you. If you're playing in conference play, you're saying ECU is probably upper tier conference USA team. Um, so uh, definitely learn from from the from the series weekend. Um, uh, a lot of positives to take away, but uh, like you said, not the results we wanted. Seems like ECU was clicking on all cylinders. They didn't make any mistakes, and um, they played really good baseball. And it, it's uh, tough to, to to overcome a team like that when they're they're clicking on all cylinders. And yeah, we. I mean, they 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 played really well all three games, and we played we played closer to our potential on Sunday, you know. So they played well, and we played closer to our potential on Sunday. So that you know, you see the results. Like we really. We just heard we really beat ourselves in, in most of the facets on Friday and Saturday, and you can't you can't do those the types of things that we did and expect to win against East Carolina or really anyone. So it's really just a matter about getting back to the fundamentals and and you know addressing certain issues. And again, not it's it's not from a lack of effort; it's just lack of execution. And you know, again, just learn and move forward. That's 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 what the great teams do. And you know, I love this team, and I told them on Sunday that I love this team. And um, you know that the no score outcome is going is going to shake that. You know, I in a similar way, just just from the way the weekend unfolded, um, I, I think we got to see up close and personal a um, a, a really great college baseball environment. Um, Absolutely, all weekend long, um, and we saw what what could be. Um, what we, we we've got the facility here, and what we could could be creating in terms of uh, I mean that that has to be you know when things aren't going your way, it's not fun, but it it has to be on some level fun to play in front of a crowd like that. Yeah, I mean that that's why I think I, I think our guys come to Charlotte, and I think that's why our future players are going to come to Charlotte is because you're in a hotbed for college baseball and. On, in one of the best cities, if not the best city on the East Coast, I'm certainly biased, but um, it just, uh, yeah, it's all here. I mean, it's all here. the 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 fan base is passionate. The fan base wants to win. the The fan base is is large in numbers, and I mean, a lot a lot of the alumni who graduate from Charlotte go on to to stay in the area. So. You know, it's just kind of like every year. It's almost like the fan base locally. Like about eighty thousand, I think, is grows and increases and increases. Yeah, it's like we're not a school where you know our students graduate and then they go off to. I mean, they do. That you know, our our students graduate and go all over the world. Obviously. You can find a job right here. You find a great job. But, but right yeah, here. it's like it's it's you know, you graduate from Charlotte and you're in one of the best cities in the country. I mean, it, it, there's a large portion probably compared to, to most stay within within the area so kevin came down here and never went back to durham that's right good call <laughs> we, we we stole kevin from durham that's one of the reasons like i mean you know if you're going to go to school here after you graduate there's going to be pl- plenty of jobs in charlotte i mean you don't have to go anywhere else mm-hmm. yeah so all right a couple let, en- enough nobody <laughs> nobody wants to talk about turn the page nobody <laughs> wants to talk about it, you know whatever uh something i did forget to say uh, if you're out there on social media tonight because uh, we are brought we one we're we're on wednesday night we're usually a thursday night show uh we're on wednesday night for one simple reason is because coach and and all the guys are getting on an airplane uh at what what 10 in the morning something like that are you going you're getting here you're yeah, bus rolls at 10 30 tomorrow and then we we have a 12 50 flight and 
headed out to San Antonio. Yeah, they're, they're catching a, a flight to San Antonio. We did briefly consider um, just flying out to San Antonio and doing this show on Thursday night there, um, but we took a quick look at, at, at the Diamond Niners weekly budget, and that, that just that didn't. Goals. Yeah, it just didn't Corpor- happen. Corporate didn't sign off on it. Yeah, we couldn't we we couldn't get corporate to, to sign off on that. So maybe maybe next time. So here we are for you on Wednesday night, and we are live on Facebook. So if you're out there on social media, uh, feel free to chime in. Producer Brad is is monitoring social media here. Uh, so if you're you're listening on Facebook, type chime in, and he'll he's laughing right now. That somebody must have done something. Well, according to Ed. Uh, Durham wouldn't take Kevin back anyway. So. Is that Ed Freeberg? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, you're right, Ed. You're right. <laughs> well, he was up there earlier this week. And they made him leave. <laughs> yeah, only 24 hours. So yeah, he has a 20. He got a 24 hour pass for for Durham. So if you're out there on social media tonight, um, listening on Facebook, chime in. Uh, and if if you want to do things other than insult Kevin, uh, feel free. I mean, feel free to continue to insult Kevin. But if you want to do something else, go ahead and chime in. All right, so. Enough of that. Enough of that weekend talk. Let's talk about last night. So you know, you, you come off you come off a weekend that's that's uh, obviously a quality opponent and a tough weekend. And you know, then it just gets easier. You're just going up to Raleigh to play a top ten opponent in NC State. Um, and and Patrick Shapinsky has the ball, and we we go we go fifteen rounds with yep. with NC State on on last night. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it, you touched on it. It felt, it felt like that. It felt like a knockdown, drag out type of baseball game where, um, you know, it felt like our players were just going to do whatever it took to get it done. At no point in the game, I won't say, I mean, you never know as a coach, right? Like, you never know if you're going to win. But I just, it just felt, it just felt like in the dugout that if, you know, if if State was going to beat us, it felt like they were going to have to beat us. It didn't feel like we were going to beat themselves. It didn't feel like they were going to beat themselves. It just felt like both teams were going to, you know, we were going to throw good punches and they were going to throw good punches. And, you know, it just, I think we just, we landed one more punch, it, it, you know, and that, that was the type of baseball game it felt like um, from, from our dugout and against, as you mentioned, just a, a really, really talented opponent. I mean, that's, a, that's, that's as good of a lineup. Really, the last two not the two lineups we faced, and then you throw Coastal in the mix. I mean, those 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 are two, if not three, of the best lineups we're going to see the entire twenty twenty season. Um, I mean, they're just one through nine. There's no let up. There's no there's no gimme. I mean, every single one of those guys in that state lineup, they can they can beat you in different ways, whether it's power or it's speed or it's both. I mean, they they can. Um, they have good discipline. They swing it. They swing at pitches that they can do damage on, and they they take their walks. And those are the marks really of a good lineup. So it's a credit to our pitchers. I know, and I, I kind of touched on it in the post game last night. I think some pitchers may look at the box score and be a little bit frustrated with their performance. But I mean, again, every single pitcher that was out there last night enabled us to win the game. I mean, those types of games. You know, I don't care if you go two and a third innings and give up three runs. Like those 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 seven outs that you got helped us win the game. Mm-hmm. And that's the way in those types of games, that's, I believe how you, you should look at it. And um, I mean, again, Patrick Sapinski helped us win that game by going one, two, three in the first inning against their top three hitters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, 
I mean, same thing with with. They only get so many chances, and he took three away from them, right? Yeah, right I mean, every that. every single out was a big out in that game. So, um, I was just really, I was really proud of our pitching staff. I thought they all went out there and they had a good look about them, and they went. They were not afraid of the moment. The moment was not too big. Um, you know, when they, when they, you know, didn't have success, and maybe and I had to come get them. It was really just more of. You know the other NC State's really talented lineup, putting good swings on some pitches, and and you know that's more of a credit to them versus a knock versus our pitching staff. Our our pitchers compete their tails off, um, you know, and then to get off the pitching staff and talk about our lineup, um, you know, Pitch, I pitchers mean, don't get really excited about their 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 enthusiasm only goes so far on a nine eight win, right? <laughs> well, no. I mean, when you, wins are wins, and when you, our whole team. Would well, agree, that's the way I look at it. Our whole team, our whole team would agree with that. I mean, it's we've we are, we we've talked about that as a coaching staff and as a team that you know it is one nothing, fifteen to fourteen, um, whatever. Wins are wins. So yeah. the, it's they don't draw pictures. Yeah, yeah it, it, it and you know losses are losses, right? Like I mean. I mean, if you get walked off in the, I, I if you get walked off in the bottom of the ninth and one to nothing, I don't feel any better than how I felt Friday or Saturday against East Carolina. Yeah. I just don't. To me, it pretty much all feels the same, and I think, I think it's the same way based off what I've seen from our team. I think it's the same way. I, I, I haven't seen our team any more, you know, any more up or down. I think it's pretty like they feel a certain way when they win, and they feel a certain way when they lost, and then they act a certain way the next day when it shows up. I mean, that's five weeks into the season. That's what I've seen with this team. And that's, that's something that I'm really proud of is because it shows a lot of maturity and it shows a lot of leadership in that locker room. Yeah. Lots of, lots of clutch pitching, lots of clutch hitting. Um, yeah. I think, uh, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I think we had the bases loaded uh, and Patrick Bailey, all American catcher from Cincy state comes to the plate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that, Base loaded twice against him. And, um, Two big strikeouts. Was that Boss on both of those strikeouts? Uh, I know Boss had one. Uh, yeah, he he definitely had one because he had one on a high cutter, and um, I'm, I can't remember. I can't recall the second who who had the second one off the top of my head. I don't have it in front of me. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've I've been calling pitches against Patrick Bailey now for three years, and you know, it, it is. I mean, if he doesn't if he doesn't play in the big leagues, you know, then Something ha- you know, some, something happens, and I mean, he's he's just such an unbelievable player. And I've, I mean, I've seen him take, I've seen him hit two o sliders out of the yard. I've seen him hit, I've I've seen him hit one two fastballs up and in on his hands out of the yard. I mean, he just does he does things in the batter's box that um, most other college players can't do. And oh, by the way, he's a switch hitter. And oh, by the way, he's a catcher, <laughs> yeah. right? So he's just a really good player, but. But again, getting back to it, I, I just our, the moment wasn't too big for our guys at any point, and they weren't intimidated, and um, they just they competed relentlessly, and and you saw it really highlighted in those two spots you just mentioned. I know, and I was uh, the the game was on um, what ACC Network Extra, I guess is what it was, so we were able to stream it. And um, I was listening to – I was working back and forth in between Sean and, uh, and the TV. I, I, I don't know. I was having a little trouble getting Sean some. I, I listened to part of the game both ways. Uh, anyway, when Boss, when Boss was in, the, the commentators were, were totally baffled. And I don't blame them for not having deep scouts on, you know, a weeknight opponent. But they were – well, it looks like uh, Boss is throwing a fastball. 
and a fastball <laughs> and a fastball. And then, like, you know, as he progresses, well, I mean, you got to be thinking fastball here because that's all he thrown. And I'm sitting there going, it's, it, it's a cutter. And that's what he throws. It's a cutter. And, but they're, they're, they kept coming back to it. GSA is not listening to this. But right? they, they kept coming back to it. <laughs> it's like, you know. Brad? Is, no. Is there anybody San, in San Antonio listening? No, <laughs> Nobody in San Antonio is. But the, you know, they're not, I don't blame them, but still, it's like, yeah, that's what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been, I mean, we've, we've talked about Jackson before and just how, I mean, he, what a cool story it is and how, I mean, from that first bullpen in December, it was really obvious that that fastball he has is unique and it's different. And I mean, one of the best pitchers of all time at the big league level. I mean, he's he's a unanimous Hall of Famer, Mariano Rivera, for having one one pitch. And so, you know, the, the thing about that pitch is it's so unique, and that hitters are so accustomed to swinging the way a normal fastball looks that they anticipate kind of the last four to six to eight feet of how that normal fastball is supposed to be. And Jackson's is just different. You know, it's a, it's a different type of fastball than most. And so the hitters anticipate it's going to go a certain way. And, you know, they, they swing accordingly. And, you know, um, you know, when it's on, tend to be a little bit off of it. So, um, yeah, it's just different. And, um, you know, he's, he's worked extremely hard. Um, you see it's been a cool progression to see him, you know, come in from – VCU and and UMBC and some of these other situations and you know now I mean I, I think he um, I mean he punched out he at, at Tennessee he punched he punched out you know a few of their best hitters um, you know he he's he's now struck out probably a future first rounder with the bases loaded in that environment so and we're talking about a kid that you know is a true walk on that that showed up in December and was throwing bullpens so I mean. The story never really gets old talking about it, so I'm I'm happy to talk about it. But just it uh, it was certainly certainly fun to watch from the dugout. I I think what I, I my my most favorite part about this game, I mean besides the part where we win, and this is sort sort of a, we said about some of the games from the weekend. You know they don't they don't draw pictures, but it's sort of unfortunate that sometimes that they don't draw pictures because when you look at this nine eight, this was not a game where we hung around. And got him in the end. This is a game where they hung around, mm-hmm. and we got them because we jumped on them first, and then they responded, yeah. and then we responded. They were chasing us for mm-hmm. nine innings. They never had to lead, did they? I don't think they. Uh-uh. Ever had to lead. No, they didn't. No, they they were chasing us, um, and and that's you know, to me that matters. <laughs> we were we were on them. This was you know we were taking it to them right right from the beginning really. Yeah, no, our offense they they had some tremendous at bats. I mean, I saw when, um, gosh, when they're when um, Matt Willits and their starter. I mean, he's he's a freshman and he's a really talented freshman from I think he pitched at Ledford High School if I recall correctly. And he's got a good fastball. He's got a really good curveball. When he's on, he can be really tough. And he kind of went at us one, two, three in the first inning. And to our our offense's credit, they came back up there in the second. Um, you know, just Raffy and McCabe and Woody and um, just, I mean, just had some really, really fantastic at-bats and forced them to go to their bullpen much earlier than I'm sure they were anticipating in the game um, and, and cashed in runners, right? I think we had some we had some big two-out hits, mm-hmm. you know, where we had some runners in scoring position with two outs that we could have, we could have, you know, let not that you ever let up, but you just could have, you know, had a lapse of focus for one at bat, and then you strand one or two runners. But I mean, we we cashed some guys in with two outs, and that's a that's a credit to our offense and our hitters, and and you know, 
Coach Robinson, our coaching staff, and and how hard they work, and just um, you know, you saw that there with that five run inning, and um, like you said, I mean, State came right back as we as you knew they would, right? I mean, like the odds the odds that um, you're just going to hold a really good team down and it's going to be really easy for nine innings. It's just you know, that's 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 very unlikely. Um, but I was really proud of the poise that that Patrick and Jackson and Nick and Colby all showed, whether it was you know just any kind of adversity, whether it was them putting good swings on pitches or, you know, anything else that around them that kind of happened or just the environment. I thought that I thought I thought our offense and our pitching staff would just looked really poised over the course of the entire night. You know, Carson, uh, you know, Carson spent a lot of time on the base paths as usual. Um, Dom had a big night, three for five with four RBI. So I don't yeah, know if you've exactly. heard that story before. Yeah, they were both outstanding. Um, you know, uh, Elwood, as always, Elwood's always in the mix doing something to help you win. Yeah, I mean, um, I just he might not do the most, but, but he, he does, does a lot. lot. There you go. It's, I mean, I'll just I'll just say this. I mean, I, I I had I was pretty certain that Woody was coming out of the game when he got hit by that pitch. I mean, mm-hmm. you could hear you could hear you could hear it pretty pretty loud when he got hit, and you know, I, I went over there and and we had guys moving around, you know, getting ready to. Either pinch hit if they said it was a foul ball, or base run if they got him to first, and play defense. You know if he's coming out of the game. So we were, we had all those guys moving around, getting ready, and um, I went over there and I was like, my initial reaction was that man, I just, it's probably it's it's probably eighty percent he's got to come out of this game. I mean, he, it, it looked like it got him really good, and it did. Um, and he just looked at me and said, "I'm good, coach." And I'm like. I'm like, seriously, like, shoot me straight, Woody. And he just he said, I'm good. And went to first base and, you know, played the rest of the game. And I think after that next half inning, I think he made a really, really great catch in right center field on the run, kind of sliding while he did. And I just shook my head. I'm just like, you know, this kid's special and tough. And he play, he plays like he, – he plays the game – kind of like every inning's his last inning. Like there's no meaningless meaningless at bat. There's no meaningless time that he just he's gonna go sprint sprint to the outfield to play defense. There's no meaningless time he's on the base pass. That's just how he plays the game. And he wasn't coming out. And I gave him I mean, I gave him every opportunity to come out of the game. Like they made a pitching change and he's standing there by third base with another base runner or two and, and I'm at and I can tell they're kinda of talking about where he got hit and you know, I can tell I can tell it's hurting pretty good, and and he and I say, you know, shoot me straight. How you feeling? And he's just like, you know, it's about a four, it's about a four. And I was just like, I was like, there's no shot. But um, he just played through it, and you know, he's back out there today in practice, running around, flying around, doing what he does every day in practice. And I was gonna say, we we have some we have some top secret intel that that sounds like he's he's good to go. He's he's yeah. I mean, I I and I get, but again, it's like. They're, they're, that same exact pitch could hit a lot of players that same exact way, and their response would not be the same. And that's just – that's Todd Elwood. I mean, that's that's what it means for him to suit up and play for the Niners. Is is there any truth to the rumor that that baseball had to be removed from the game that's after what, hitting Todd Elwood? That's, that, that is the word on the street, yeah, is they had to get, they had to get the baseball out of the game. That, that baseball is officially retired now. Yeah, because it's it day-to-day. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, um, he, and Todd he let off the he let off the ninth 
got got the rally started to yeah. to get it, to get it rolling. So so many guys. Tate Tate had a big hit in an RBI. Um, you know, McCabe. We we touched on this last week. You know, he's. Um, He's kind of still finding his his way right now, but he always finds a way to do something right when you need him to do it. Mm-hmm. And and last night was another another instance where he did that. Uh, and to your point, you were making last week was you know looking at the batting average, looking at at the stats. You look at take a quick look at the at the box score, and oh yeah, no for four, all right, okay, he helped us win that game. Oh yeah, I mean, that, <laughs> I, mean yeah, I mean, there's this little RBI stat over here that that seems like it was important. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he does. I mean, he does those. He does that every game he's on the field and in the in the batter, in the batter's box for us. So yeah, you know, hits are almost like a bonus. It's like, well, he does all these. He does everything else. So if he gets hits, it's like, it's like, all right, well, now he's doing everything. So yeah, got drew drew a big uh, big walk in that inning as well. I mean, it's just he's he's always in the mix. So yeah, and that's gotten tremendously better. I mean, that's like that's something that I don't. I, I wouldn't say it was a strength of his in the fall, and you know, he is. He is taking his walks and he is staying in the zone, and that is that's a trait for him. That you know, once he once he does really get going, um, you know, because he's I mean he's going enough now as it is. He's he's helping us win a lot of games, but once he really gets it going and he has that discipline, like he's gonna make he's gonna make at least one, if not two or three more jumps in his in his performance. So you win the game <clears throat> nine eight. Uh, Ranked ninth in uh, whatever poll that was. This is their best one. Ninth, ninth in the country. Yeah. Um, and so you've got that big win. Now you've got to get on the bus and and come back to Charlotte. I, I think you were you were tweeting like this morning at about two a.m. Yeah, we got ba- we got back around one one thirty. So that's you know, and then the guys were back at practice today. What the? the I guess they were out this afternoon. How much yeah. time did they get? Yeah, no. So we we rode back as you can imagine. That was that was a fun ride home. I mean, that was yeah. that was a fun ride home. That's those are the moments as a coach where you really just you, you try to slow time down. You try to not rush things because you don't get those every day. You don't get those all the time. Um, I mean, heck, you only play fifty five regular season games, and you know, however many of those you win, they don't all feel like that. You know, I mean, that one just that one just felt really, really good, and they earned it, and they deserved it. And we stuck, we we got stuck in traffic for probably forty five minutes on eighty five South. No, and uh, yeah, <laughs> believe it or not, and <laughs> who saw that coming? And uh, nobody cared. You know, that was that was kind of the cool thing. It's like we're stuck in traffic, and nobody cares. I mean, we just we had you know we we had the the energy going. We had the you know what? What the post game locker room songs that the guys play after the wins? We had those going on the whoa, bus. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I, let's 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 not save that. So let's save was, that for Ask Coach Woody. I think there's. I think you're gonna. <laughs> I think you're gonna have an opportunity to talk about post. That might be all I can say about. about I think you're gonna have an opportunity to talk about post game. Ask Coach Woody. Yeah. Um, I tell you what. Let's do this. Let's move on to weekly awards because we've talked we've talked about the games, but let's let's talk about our weekly awards. Um, and and in doing so, we'll get a chance to highlight some other big performances from this week. Yeah. Um, and remember, our our awards go back or from last week. Yeah. End of the ECU yeah. series. So. Um, we, going, we doing ours first still? Yeah, kind of going blonde here because I I get I sent you mine, but I, I didn't get yours back. Well, I no, I just always go now, coach. Before we do this, before we do this, are we? Are, we were having this conversation all the way over here. We, are we still? Are we still giving our awards the way we were, or did you want us to to chime in on to to start um, 
Did you want us to adopt your format? You call it. You call it. Because see, we've been doing wait. we've been doing ours the way we have been because we're creatures of habit. Yep. Most well, baseball people are. <laughs> well, we we've we've ventured out towards that more towards that this year or this this week. We we've gone with well. I've I've chosen. Well, uh, I, I do Kevin, I, well, when, when I can't, when I can't, I mean, it, it's we would be a terrible ESPN show, okay? Because you're supposed to argue, except I can, I rarely okay. find anything to argue with you about. Well, good. So. Well, we go we, ahead. We, we did it. we did our we did our um, position player of the week. We did our starting pitcher of the week, and we mm-hmm. we did a reliever of the week this week. So yeah, nice. That's we added one. We'll, we'll, we'll work our way down. Um, so we'll start with our position player of the week. Um, Rafi, Rafi Vasquez, he, I think he had five RBIs on the week, and uh, I think it was about a third of our runs that we scored. So, um, had a pretty good week. Uh, I mentioned the three-run homer against off the off the the uh, the batter's eye in center field here at the Hayes. If it wasn't for the batter's eye, I don't think that ball would have landed yet. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I thought for a second it might fall down. I mean, it was it was crushed. Uh, well, everybody in the stands was was confused. I don't know with you know being up higher, being down field level, your your perspective changes so much. But everybody here thought it was most of the stands thought it was a double hmm. because the ball was so high. Everybody lost it, and the next time you saw it, it was on the ground in hmm. center field. But if you watched it, it was because it had hit the batter's eye and come back in. <laughs> but so many people are there, there was confusion in the stands. Like, why is he being? What? Why? You know, I'm like, no, that ball bounced off the batter's eye. Wow. I mean, it was it was a monster shot. We almost had the opposite result on another play. So. <laughs> there was confusion. There was a lot of confusion. Well, <laughs> see, I wasn't even going to bring that up. Yeah, yeah you were. No, 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 I wasn't going to bring that up. I, was, I figured I'd just beat you to the beat I, you to I'm it. done talking about that. I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, I'm done talking about that. I've, I've never seen a, uh, a coach escort. An official out towards the, the outfield wall before. <laughs> that so. was kind of. I thought y'all were going. I thought you were okay. So let, let's recap it for anybody listening. Is is <laughs> since coach was, brought it up? Since coach, I was. I swear to you, coach, I was not bringing this up. Uh, Kevin, were you gonna bring this up? This is, no. this, is week, this is week five. One hundred percent, you were bringing it up. Yeah, I, I was not bringing it up. I don't even remember who hit the ball. East Carolina player. I don't remember which one it was. You know, I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. You know what? I don't know if y'all have ever noticed this, but like when we're tweeting a game, we don't ever refer to the other team. We don't call them by name, mm-hmm. and that's because of if you're familiar with with like you know '90s WWE wrestling, The Rock, Rocky mm-hmm. Maivia. You know, he would say it doesn't matter what your name is. Yep. So we don't ever mention the other team's name when we tweet. <laughs> um, so some 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 you know some player from the other team um, hit a ball. And uh, deep, what deep right center, yep. and and it it came back into play because, as far as I saw, and as far as I think you saw, the ball hit the yellow line on the wall and it hit the wall. It hit the wall squarely and came back in. Yeah. Only problem is, is well, first if you base, want to be technical, it never left. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it hit the wall and bounced back onto right. the grass. Bounced yeah. towards the grass. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It hit the wall and bounced back onto the, the, the playing surface. Yeah. And the, the first base umpire began to make the motion above his head uh, around the bases. He's calling it a home run, yeah. a ball that, that hit the wall. And, and Is Keiko in right field at the time? I think it was because, because he started running towards, towards the umpire. <laughs> I'm like, if I saw if I saw Craig running at me, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. But you, what what Kevin saw by there is you went out to talk to the umpire and you were like escorting. I thought you were going to go out there and show him the mark on the wall. Or well, something. you know, 
it wasn't really my plan, but as it, as the conversation was unfolding, I was like, well, maybe this could be an option. So we were kind of getting there, but then, I mean, I've, I, again, the, the, we had a really good umpire crew this past weekend and I, I, know, I know those guys well. And, you know, we just had to get a kind of like a ground rule clarification. And once we kind of, once, once they got together, which again, good umpires do and good umpire crews do, um, they got together and they, they, they talked about, you know, I mean, you see, you see coaches go over ground rules at the beginning of games. We actually do have conversations that are meaningful in terms of, you know, the lay of the land when you go around the stadium and what is in play and what's not in play and, and those types of things. And once they got together and, and had the discussion, then, you know, they eventually got, got to what I believed was the right call and, and they, they thought was the right call. So it was just, it was just a ground rule clarification and those types of things happen. And that was why, I mean, I really, you didn't see me get too animated. I don't think was be just because, you know, that's, that's kind of knew all it was, but I didn't know. I didn't know that they were going to get help. And as soon as I saw that they were going to get help on the call and they were going to discuss it, then you know that's. I, I knew what, win, lose, or draw of whatever the outcome of the call was. You know that's that's really what you, want. you want. You want the, you want the game to just get the call right. So I thought they did that. I thought too bad they went a video did. replay. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're working on we're working on that as as a league, and um, you know, our, our hopes is for next year um, <laughs> to have that come into play. And um, I would I would think that it will that it will. Well, and you know what I got to do right now, Kevin? I got to get this show back on track because Coach Woody just Sorry. hijacked it. Totally hijacked <laughs> oh, it. We're, we're doing awards, and all of a sudden he wants to argue well, about real quick, real calls. Real I, I don't – you know what? I'm, this is this is your official warning, Coach. Thanks. <laughs> real quick, uh, the, let's clarify the ground rule. The ball – has to go above the yellow line to be a home run. Yeah, it has to clear. It has to clear. It has to clear. Go over the yellow line and leave the field of play. And it didn't. It did not. It hit the wall. I think it hit. It probably hit the yellow line, didn't mm-hmm. it? I mean, which it can do. It, it could either hit the bottom of the yellow line or it hit the top of the top of the wall below the yellow line. It was really close. You know, I mean, from where I sat, I couldn't tell. All I could tell is that it never left the field of play, no. and that it's it, it stayed in the field of play, and that's you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you need much baseball experience to know if if the ball does not go over, over the, the wall, fence. then then that's that's not a home run. And it wasn't close <laughs> I, to the scoreboard either. I, mean, I can see if it hit the scoreboard and, and there was confusion there. But no, it, wasn't, it wasn't anywhere. Anyway, all right, back. Take us back on track. Nick. Well, you go, get, give your next. Give, oh. give the next award away, Kevin. All right. Uh, well, all the coach, players are anxious coach, to find are, out. Are, are the we going to go through? Are you going to do? You want to do your position? No, go, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. Okay. Well, we'll do ours first, and Coach can tell us. Yeah. Where. And then he'll correct us. Go ahead. All right. So <laughs> we'll get to our starting. We did the starting pitcher of the week. Um, we went, I went with. Uh, we went with Roach this week. He had a uh, six and six and two third innings pitched against ECU. Um, allowed three earned runs and had three Ks. Um, I thought it was the best. Uh, uh, he kept us in the game on Sunday, so uh, yeah, gave us a chance to win for sure. Right. So that's what we went with. And what a, I mean, this this guy, and we started. You guys, the staff started talking about him early on. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this guy's doing really well. This guy's really performing. And since the season started, I mean, my gosh, what what more can the guy do? I mean, he's really having a. I mean, he's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, when when Andrew gets has gotten the ball each week of the each week of the season, you know, he's just ready. I mean, he's. He works extremely hard between outings. He takes he takes really good care of himself, just from um, in all facets, and he's very focused. 
Um, he, he, he is an attention to detail guy in terms of, I mean, he's starting every Sunday right now. So he's getting to watch Bryce on Friday and how he attacks hitters. He's getting to watch chance on Saturday and how he attacks hitters along with our bullpen, the guys before him. And then, so he can see tendencies from hitters in terms of, are they aggressive? Are they patient? Do they adjust with two strikes? Do they not adjust with two strikes? You know, what are their strengths? Do they hit for power? Do they hit for contact? Do they move up in the box? Do they stay the same or spread out? Just all these types of things that way, you know, things that hitters do, he, he's a student of the game and he learns. And whenever, if Andrew wants to coach one day, he's going to be a fantastic coach just because of, because of his intention to detail and um, his knowledge of the game. Um, you know, he's, he's not done playing yet. He's, he's, he's got a lot more, a lot more baseball in front of him um, the ne- these next few, few years um at least and then um but but he's just that type of pitcher he's that type of pitcher that you just know is he's just extremely prepared every time he has the ball and and so far for us he's he's done a fantastic job yeah all right kevin we got we got one more so we branched out we 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 reached out to corporate they approved a third award for us to give out I think they did that. I think they said yes to that because they felt bad about saying no to the San Antonio thing. Okay, yeah. So we went, we did you our win some, you lose some. We did our relief pitcher of the week. We went with uh, Justin Offshanka. It's a uh, great call. Um, he had three appearances this week. Um, five innings pitched over those three appearances, only allowed one earned run, had five Ks. Uh, it's the best, best we've seen him pitch as a niner. Uh, wouldn't you say so, Nick? Yeah, I mean, he's just – he just seems to be in his groove right now. Yep. I mean, he's just he's he's just he's on. What else can you say? Yeah, he's 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 really he's he's in that group of guys that um that that we we keep getting in there and every and you see it amongst him and other guys. Every time they're out there, they get more comfortable. They get the game slows down a little bit more. They attack hitters a little bit more. Their stuff's just a little bit crisper and a little bit a little bit sharper and. Um, you've certainly seen that with Justin, and I, I think we've talked about it in previous weeks. I mean, he's just he's one of those guys that, when if if, if I'm if I'm walking in the weight room at the tail end of a pitcher lift, he's going to be one of the guys still in there. He's he's one of the last guys to leave the weight room, every you know, and has been since August. And it's 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 hard for those kind of guys to not get rewarded with, when they work as hard as Justin does. So. Um, yeah, I mean, he, and he threw the ball well today. He threw an inning against our hitters and, and kept it rolling. So um, I'm, I'm excited for, for him to get the opportunities this weekend against UTSA and, and games after that because, again, when, when guys like him work really hard, it's, it's fun to hand, hand those guys the ball and let them get after it. It's kind of like he kind of has a similar thing going to Colby in in that he's he's got a little different arm slot, little different you know, little different release. He's he's showing them something different, and and it seems to um, seems to keep hitters hitters off balance. Yeah, he's got some deception in there. Um, he's got a little little kind of like herky jerky to him. Um, ball gets on guys. He's got he's got some good extension on his release, and it, it kind of jumps on him. So. Um, you know, if the board if the board says eighty nine, it really gets on them more, kind of like ninety one, ninety two, ninety three, and um, especially righties. Righties can you know he can really get it in there on them, and then that once once he does that, then that opens up his slider a little bit more. So um, he's a really good athlete. He works really hard at all the little things too, just in terms of fielding his position and and um, you know controlling the running game and those sorts of things. Those are those are things that have gotten better as well these these last few weeks, and those those things continue to get better. Then, you know, you're going to see more and more appearances from him. 
So with that, and, and I know they're listening and all excited to, to find out, you know, the, the weekly awards are a big deal. Um, so with that, Rafi and, and Andrew and Justin, they can expect their non-existent virtual certificates as award recipients from the guys at Diamond Niner fans. Yeah, it's really all they talk about on the bus. I, I know the bus it. Trip and, and, pra- and practice. That's you, all you know, I, you don't even have to tell us. About. That's probably what, you know, they're sitting there on the bus on the way back from NC State. Like, you know what? I think, I think I'm in contention now. That's it. I that's think, all they talked about. <laughs> really is it's <laughs> <That's> awesome <laughs> no they're sitting there going you know what they told me i was getting a certificate where is it <laughs> oh god we're messed up all right coach let's let's get on to like the real awards in other words the the, the awards that you guys give well, <laughs> oh sorry kevin i'm not stepping on you no 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 we he could he could say if he agrees with, with what we i think we are on the same page on at least the relief picture of the week yeah definitely oh um, we better uh, the starter too come on yeah, no, y'all, y'all nailed the. Sometimes uh, they like to go multiple. Almost. That's true. That's true. No, y'all, y'all agreed, and we and, and I and we do. We, uh, you know, we, we we gave some participation trophies, I guess. But uh, no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's, that's no. Those a, are for us. Don't kind, you give away our participation that's, trophies? That's kind of an inside joke. I tell the guys we try to limit it to one, just because we really want to try to narrow it down. But there's just times you can't. I mean, there's yeah. just times you kind of have to. You have to acknowledge multiple guys, and so um, you know on the pitching side, definitely, definitely Andrew for the starting pitcher. We were the same. Justin Offshank as reliever. We actually, you know, we also had Colby in there. We we you know Colby um, coming in there on Sunday and keeping us right there. Um, you know, really getting the getting to the tie and run, um, you know, on deck or to the plate right there was really just because of of his efforts. So. Um, you know, just kind of Colby being Colby, and you guys saw that again last night. So um, we were on the same page with with those. And then our position player, of the, our position player of the week, um, definitely definitely could have been Rafi. I mean, you can flip a coin with Rafi and some other guys, but we we actually gave our position position player of the week to Patrick Wheeler. I mean, Patrick Wheeler, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know, he, he's he's in a group of guys that um, you know he's. He started for us. He's come off the bench for us. He's pinch hit for us. He's pinch run for us. He's he's really he's just kind of whenever he's just always got this look about him that what doesn't matter if he's in the first inning or the ninth inning, he's ready to play. And so I mean, and he's gotten some opportunities here the last week or two where to get some starts and to get some you know multiple at bat games. And he was four for nine last week. His defense was outstanding. I mean, from my view. Every time a ball goes down in the right field corner, I kind of lose it. So you, I have to like pace out towards the first baseline because I'd I'd really like to see what happens on the field. Um, <laughs> so, but every time it felt like there was at least three times this weekend where balls went down in that corner in the air and he snagged them. And so he's just playing a tremendous right field for us. Um, he's made some great throws, um, and he's one of our best base runners. So just in terms of the total facet, I mean, obviously, Raph, he had a big swing of the bat and, and did some really great things in the batter's box in terms of driving in runs. Um, but just in ter- just the total just the total kind of all-encompassing um, aspects of, of the game, we felt like Patrick was our, our player of the week. And then along that, he was our defensive player of the week as well. Kevin, I told you we should have went with wheels. Did you? I, I tried to tell you, Kevin. <laughs> I, must, I must have missed that text. <laughs> Wheel, yeah, so Wheel, Wheels was our position player and our defender of the week. Uh, yeah, well Should deserved. Well me, deserved. Yeah. Well, I mean, 
obviously, I'm just kidding, folks. I did not tell Kevin that. But, I mean, Wheeler, you're talking about bringing some experience off the bench, and he's getting an opportunity here, and he's making the most of it. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's what you like to see. He's And he's one of he, – there, there, there are others. You know, we, we – we talk about that as a coaching staff and a team all the time that that everybody's opportunity or opportunities are coming and just to stay ready and be ready and you never know if it's going to be again just if it's going to be Tuesday night you're starting at NC State or if it's going to be your pinch hitting in the ninth against East Carolina or what or wherever it may be I, I can't we can't tell you when those opportunities are going to come all we can tell tell you is if you work hard and and you stay ready that when those opportunities come, you're going to be ready. And Wheel, Wheels is one of those guys that's certainly making the most of those opportunities. And it's it's really not a surprise to our coaching staff, uh, him and others, that you know when those when those opportunities are coming, they're making the most of them. Um, you know, just it's as you can imagine as a coach, that's what you want to see. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> let's go with uh, see who the quality at bat uh, award of the week went to. Yeah, our quality our quality at bat leader was Dominic Palali. He was plus twelve. Craig Keiko was our runner up at at plus nine. And um, you know, we really we credit East Carolina's pitching. I mean, they 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 really threw the ball well and their defense played really well. Um, you know, so that I think that those how the East Carolina's pitchers and defense pitched and and picked it, I felt like I felt like that was more of the reason, more of the story for maybe some a little bit lower quality of bat numbers that we had versus you know our guys just having a bad week or something like that. I just think, I think that our, our opponent pitched and p- played defense really well. So, um, but those two guys, those two guys, and again they've been there either at the top or in the mix of the top most of the weeks over the course of the year. So it was certainly good to see them continue that. Right, um, back to the pitching side, uh, the whip leader of the week. That was Colby Bruce. Yeah, he threw two and a third inning, no hits, no walks. So um, he just yeah, he with that zero point zero, you're gonna you're gonna have yeah. a shot to win it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And I was glad to see him on Sunday. Get bringing in, um, come in and uh, pitch well. Yep, threw the ball really well. All right, and uh, probably one of the most prestigious awards, the Leadership Effort Attitude Award. Yeah. So that we gave we gave this to three guys. I mean, we gave it to. Andrew Roach and Patrick Wheeler and Rafi Vasquez. And we just felt like whether it was a lead by example thing or it was a lead by vocal thing, lead between the lines thing, lead outside the lines thing, we just felt like those three guys on on multiple occasions brought things to the table that really impacted our team in a positive way. So um, it's really hard, really hard to just kind of reduce it to one when you see some of the things, some of the way that these three guys led last week. It's really hard to, you know, kind of, limit it to being only just one guy so um and again like i said it's deep because you look at those three names and it's just got three three different personalities but all three of them are are finding ways to lead our dugout and our locker room and out on the field and in the weight room just um very different ways and i thought i thought you know a big reason why a big reason why last night occurred was because of the leadership of those three guys last weekend and even before you know, um, just to, to go back to um, Colby real quick, uh, and I'm sure that your experience in the, in the dugout last night was much different than mine sitting <laughs> on my, my patio watching. It might have it. been about the same. Uh, but, well, maybe. Um, when, uh, when when we were going to the bottom of the ninth with Colby coming back out, yep. I, turned to, I turned to my wife. I said, we're winning this game. 
They're not getting to Colby. Forget that. <laughs> they're not. They're done. Colby's going to get this. I mean that that confidence level. That's that's good. That's a good feeling. Yeah, Colby. Yeah, Colby's. He's earned it. You know, he's 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 developed quite the reputation for himself in terms of that just that just trust and and competitiveness. So it, that's a credit to him. Well, let's transition into uh, to ask Coach Woody. We've got we've got a uh, we've got a couple of questions. Uh, we've we've got like a real question here, but I got multiple texts last night oh, about ask Co- for ask Coach Woody um, because we we live it's it's Will Healy's world, yeah, and we're, we're just all living in it. Yeah, you, yeah, that's true. Um, the question was <laughs> after the game, did you take your shirt off and and celebrate? the big win in in the Will Healy way. Sure stayed on. Yeah, sure stayed on. Um we we we, we don't have a mobile club lit light. Mm-hmm. So we, mm-hmm. we were without that unfortunately. I, I I wish we I wish we would I wish we had one. So if anybody out there has a mobile club lit light that we can have that would be that would be sweet. That's but, a thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. But uh but no, I mean it's uh it's a little bit different, you know. It's I, I, we play way. We played way too many games. I mean, I think once a week is probably respectable, right? But I mean, I think, <laughs> I think is, if you're, I mean, every if you're if you're doing it Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, <laughs> taking your shirt <laughs> off, man, I, I, I think I think but, the guys, you know, top ten team and <laughs> you know road win and I mean, you know, it's yeah. but but what I think I heard you say was is if if we can produce the light. Then it's on. Then 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 you're you're going you're going full on Will Healy. Yeah, well, that's what I heard. I'm in on the light. Yeah, yeah, I'm in on the light. <laughs> I've, I've got Talk a club about, lit T-shirt. I can let you. I can give it to you. It's you the want. baseball cliche. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Yeah, I got you. That's right. All right. Well, I I'm not making this up. I got that text. Okay. <laughs> like, hey, does does he celebrate like Will Healy? You know, because like I said, it's Will Healy's world. We're just living <laughs> in it. Um, now. Here's here's a more uh, here, here here's a different question. How about that? All right. um, and so this one comes from uh, the the knower of things, Mark Colon. Yep. Um, friend of the show, friend of the program, friend of every 49er. He's Mark Colon. Yep. Um, and leave it to him to come up with a with a a reflective and introspective question. So basically, what what Mark wants to know is is you've beaten NC State a number of times in multiple different roles. So he would like to know where last night's win ranks in your victories of NC State. He understands that they're all important, but he wants to to tell him which one or where where last night ranks and why. Last night's up there at the top. Um, it's up there at the top, I mean, because of, I mean, coming off the weekend and – you know, this is, this is all, this team, this is our first time all together, you know, and I think you mentioned it. I think some of the seniors on our team, I, th- I think they won in Raleigh in 2017. Mm-hmm. So to be able to win it, win there as freshmen and then win there as seniors, I think that was, that was cool to see. Um, but this was, this was right there. This was right there at the top. Um, that's a, that's a hard place to win. That there's, that is a really good team. I mean, they're ranked what they're ranked for a reason. Coach Avan has won a ton of games over his coaching career. I mean, I can't tell you off the top of my head. I know it's I know it's over a thousand. I know it's probably closer to twelve, thirteen hundred 
career victories, if not even more than that. So, um, I mean, he's been a mainstay in college baseball, but specifically, you know, North Carolina college baseball for a really long time. So, you know, as a young, as a young first year head coach, you know, having the opportunity to, to be at the plate meeting with him and, um, you know, at the Doke at a place where I have had some history as, as, as an assistant coach and has had some history as a player and some really great battles and some great memories and some really <laughs> some not so great memories there as well. But that's one of the, ba- the great things about it is when, when, you know, you play in those, those types of games as, as fortunate, as fortunate as I am to have played in as many of those games as I've been able to, or coaching as many of those games I've been able to, last night's ranked right there at the top. I mean, I don't know how you could say that any game was better than that. I mean, that's I, I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but I'm I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, your 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 record as a starter was was phenomenal. Um, I, I'm assuming I'm going to step out on a limb. None of those were what, four losses. You recorded four losses as a starting pitcher. I think so five. Five yeah. were any of them against. That team. Well, yeah, my senior year, one, probably one of my worst career starts was at NC State, and one of the things I probably took the most pride in as a player um, was that I think I think I had three, if not even four, wins against them as a pitcher going into that start my senior year, and I think, gosh, my, that was spring of 2007, and we're playing at the Doak, it's packed out, and I've got like 50 people on the pass list, friends and family from you know, all over and this and that. I don't even think I made it out of the se- – I didn't make it out of the second inning. Um, no, didn't make it out of the third inning. I went one, two, three in the first, and then I think I gave up six runs in the second and four runs in the third with, like, out even getting it out, and we lost by a lot. And so I took an L there, and, and you know, it just – it can happen there. I mean, it's a tough place to play. They always have tremendous teams, and they're tough to beat at home. So four and one as a starter, against state, something like that, and and one and zero as a head coach. Yep, yep. And um, thanks to our guys. Do you do you remember all your games like that? Um, Like you're sitting, you're being very specific. This is what happened the first inning. This is what happened the second inning. Well, I remember the losses probably more than the wins. um, To be honest with you, just just because they just they they stick with me more. I don't know. It's like I love winning. Don't get me wrong, but I almost like. Losing, losing. You hate you know, losing. I probably hate losing more than I love winning. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mean, there was. I, I know. I know. I th- I hung a three-two slider right down the middle. I hung it, um, and Marcus Je- Marcus Jones took it out to center field. I remember what that crowd sounded like as soon as that ball left the bat. Wow. Um, it was it was a no doubter, and that was that was in the second inning of the game. And yeah, I mean, I remember all that stuff, but. Um, they threw Eric Surkamp that night. Surkamp went on to be like a, you know, a, um, a high pick and pitching the big leagues for the Giants. And I don't, I don't think we had a hit on him until the seventh or the eighth inning. So I just, you know, I got kind of embarrassed on that night. But it happens, and you know, you just. I think we went to Florida State the following week, and I had a, and I had a good start. But you know, that's that's baseball, right? So you experience the highs and lows. Yep. Yeah, that's what I used to say about uh, about Brett Natzer. He hated he hated to lose more than he liked to win. I mean, you say a lot of the guys, but Netzer always stuck out to me mm. in that category. Netzer hated to lose. Yeah, yeah, and it shouldn't, yeah, he hated it. Hmm. All right, so Mark, there's your there's your answer. We're ranking that just to recap that 
at yeah, the top. It's, it's right there at the top. Yeah, it's at the top. Um, you know, I mean, I think if I if you if you want an honest answer, I would say it's probably tied with it's probably tied with you know when I think two years ago the team that I was I was an assistant coach for we we swept NC State at their place and that was the first time UNC had ever swept there. Um, you know, but again, I, I felt it as good or better getting on that bus last night. I mean, it was awesome with your shirt on, with my shirt on, and no club lit sign. Yep, let, no, yep. Norm, no Norm's head. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's it's it, winning, winning, and winning in Raleigh is it's really tough to do, and and I, I just I can't stress it enough. It 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 was gutsy by the players on our team and how they performed last night and and the way they got it done. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's move in. We've got some baseball to talk about here because we got conference play starting. So this is a very very important weekend. Um, let's uh, let's move into the Charlotte 49ers Grand Slam Club. Look at the week ahead. Kevin, you ever thought about trying this, Reed? You ever thought about trying this? No, I haven't. You haven't. You're, that's your deal. Yeah. Okay. Fine. The Charlotte 49ers baseball team is proud to offer its fans a means of supporting the program directly through the Grand Slam Club. All contributions to the Grand Slam Club go directly back into the program as they continue their push towards a Conference USA Championship starting this weekend. And College World Series members receive exclusive gear like most of the things I'm wearing right now. And access to special events. For more information, visit charlotte49ers.com or call 704-687-4950. We'll get you some practice this week, Kevin. All right, just got to give me a heads up. Don't don't put it on the spot on me like that. I mean, come on, man. I mean, that's look, man. You, you're much you're more. A... You're much more eloquent than I am. Look, obviously. you're. <laughs> oh, jeez, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel now. You're a former pitcher, man. You're hanging out in the bullpen when when they say, "Hey, you're up, you're up." Right? You just got to jump You get to in warm there. up a little bit, though. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll get some you nights, a... Some nights more than others. Yeah. We'll get you a throwing day this week, right, well, and you... then yeah, we'll bring you back. Mental preparation. All right. Some mental preparation. So. Uh, here we are. It's Wednesday night. The guys are uh, guys are heading out to the airport tomorrow to head to San Antonio yep. um, take the start Conference USA play. Uh, the Roadrunners are ten and seven, riding a five game losing streak coming into tomorrow. Uh, they were picked to finish ninth in the preseason in the Conference USA coaches poll, um, which. Really, I'll say this, and Kevin and I were talking about this on the way over here. When you look at their, uh, be interested to hear the the staff's take here. But when you look at San Antonio as far as their club makeup and a lot of what they're doing, they kind of remind us of us. Yeah, on paper, I mean, it's 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 really similar matchup. Um, you know, it's gonna it's gonna come boil down to you know the fundamentals, the cleanest level of play. Um, we do, you know, the, the wind's going to blow out really, really firm to left field there. So, um, you, you know, it's, you, you're going to have to really pitch, especially the right-handed hitters. Um, you know, probably the team that out executes the other in terms of the right-handed hitters, um, um, the most can probably have an impact, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's going to boil down. It's going to boil down to clean baseball and, and doing what we do. Um, and you know, they're, they're, like you mentioned, I mean they're coming off of you know losing five games, but I mean that's again that's baseball, and I mean we've we've had a little bit of that ourselves. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's hard to go on the road and and you know win series in this league, and you know so we're gonna be we're gonna be 
tested this weekend for sure. It's kind of <clears throat> it's kind of odd. Uh, past two seasons, we've finished our Conference USA slate with UTSA. I think kind of weird to start it with them, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> last I know last year uh, they came here. Um, last weekend of the season, they had uh, they the winner of the series was going to get the final spot in Biloxi, and uh, they ended up taking two out of three. Um, we will see two of those three starters again. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, they've got some veterans there. Yeah, in the, in the both, both seniors. Uh, I think uh, their number two last year, um, one here was uh, Slater Faust, um, right-handed uh, senior. And then their their Sunday or their Sunday guy last year, Saturday guy now, uh, Shane Doughty. Doughty. Um, they're their one and two uh, starters this year. Um, last year, Faust got the win here at the Hayes. He threw six strong. Um, and Doughty – Pitched on Sunday, we won, uh, ended up winning that game 5-4, but he only he was only pitched uh, three and a two-thirds. So fans might remember him from last year. Um, guys have seen him. So, um, and nothing's been published, I mean, published obviously about the, the probable starters. So these are just uh, Nick and I's uh, opinions on who's going to – Yep. We're probably going to see McGowan – Shanskowski and Roach on our end, and uh, we'll see Slater. We're going out on a limb. We'll see Slater, Faust, uh, the senior righty on on Friday. Shane uh, Dowdy. I don't know if I'm saying that right. We're probably butchering it. I'm uh, sure his mom's listening to the hate he's mail. A senior, he's the hate, hate mail incoming. Well, he's a senior also. And then they have a junior uh, that's kind of worked his way into their starting rotation, Jacob Jimenez. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a Juco. He's 1-1 one one with a 1.38 ERA. So, um yeah, uh, and some familiar faces and some uh, uh, a new a new guy for for the Niners fans. So you mentioned last last season they came in here and it was it was like an elimination elimination match. Um, it was what so eighteen when we went there and we were we needed to we needed one win. Was that what? Yeah, we needed to win the one to clinch our spot and uh, which we were we were wrapping up the what the four seed. Is that right? I think so. We we wrapped it up on Friday. And then uh, finished out that series, and then we went to the Biloxi and played them first game. Right, so yeah. Our, our reward for winning the series at San Antonio was going to Biloxi and playing San Antonio. Run it yeah. back again. Yeah. <laughs> right and back that, again. And I, as you know, beating a team multiple times in a row is difficult. They it's beat hard. us, beat us pretty bad. Put us in the losers bracket. We ended up get back in the winners bracket. Mm-hmm. Put them out of the tournament, and then um, so. There's a little bit of history starting to develop, I think, with between the two teams. We always seem to be right in the same spot, going after the same things. Yeah. Just you have those conference mates, right? It's yeah. like that, that you know between us and some other people. It's like eh, we don't have a lot of history, but San Antonio, we always seem to be in the same place at the same time, trying to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah at least recently, yes. And, yeah. Um, last year they got in our way, and it it it, uh, it was unfortunate, but they they went on to Biloxi, and then we didn't. So. Yeah, and they have a, they have a new head coach as well. And that's right. Pat, that's right. Pat Hallmark, who's been at Rice for a few years, and uh, you know, really, really well respected coach, and obviously knows the league pretty well coming from coming from Rice. So, um, been in touch with him, and look, you know, it'll be it'll be a really good matchup. I know, I could, you know, we had a really good practice today. I can tell our our guys are ready to go. I think they're ready. I think they're ready to get on the plane. And this is, I mean, this is this is what you prepare for. I mean, not that out of conference games aren't important because they are, but I mean, starting this weekend, this is this is a thirty game 
sprint. Yeah, it, well, it's it's a marathon that you yeah. have to sprint. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, I, I say sprint because, you know, I think before you blink, it's you're, yeah. you're, you're, it's, you're through it. We're in week five already. I mean, that's hard to believe, honestly, that we're we're already to conference play. It seems like you know, seems like we were just doing this for the first time, like yeah. you know, last week. Mm-hmm. And it's already on us. Yeah, these ten weeks are going. Next ten weeks will go by really fast. Yeah, they will. Um, before we get back to the co- more conference talk, um, we do have a, our midweek next week is Tuesday at BBNT Ballpark against Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually playing Coastal tonight. Um, be interested to see how they. How they fare, but um, and they're hosting Clemson this weekend. But uh, if you hadn't got your tickets yet to the uh, BBNT Ballpark game, um, uh, it'll be this Tuesday night at uh, I think I believe the game's at seven. You can get your tickets at the Knights website at Charlotte. I think charlottenights.com. Go mm-hmm. to the Sun Belt Rentals Collegiate Baseball Series tab and and get your tickets there. Um, we'll be out there and uh, look forward to seeing lots of green out there. Absolutely. And I think there's some other events going on. I think the alumni I think, do something with it. And I think they're uh, they usually rent out the uh, the left field picnic area. Yeah, for the alumni association. So it'll be great. Hopefully the the weather will cooperate. I tell you what, if, if the weather was like today Life. and, and oh, tonight, oh. wouldn't that be some baseball weather? That's, right? No, today is awesome. Today yeah, is perfect. So hopefully the weather will cooperate and people can come out and you know it's 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 a, an event. Um, you know, you can come out and hang out, get some, get you know, get a hot dog, grab a grab a cold one, and uh, you know, it's it's really cool when we get to to go up there and and, and see that. I mean, we we prefer the Hayes because this is home sweet home, right? But yeah. you know, that's if, if that's not a bad home away from home. That's right. It's a first class ballpark. It's been voted one of the best ballparks in minor league baseball, and um, can't beat the skyline view. So. Got to be one of the best backdrops. Yeah, what better? Yeah, way if, there, to... if there's a better backdrop, if there's a better ballpark, I'd like to go see a game there, or play a game there, because I mean it's it's special. I mean it's even more special being a Charlotte native and growing up here. And then you know, because for me and I'm sure you guys as well, you, we're used to driving down to um, what Fort Mill and <laughs> South Carolina yeah. or Rock Hill and and seeing you know. No, actually, what we were not we, we were used to not driving down to Fort Mill because <laughs> then, nobody went down there. Yeah, so it was. <laughs> I mean, I remember, gosh, I remember probably starting in like 1990, 1991 when I was five, six years old, going and seeing, seeing games down there. And um, I think they were with, I think they were with the Orioles and then they flipped over to the Indians. And that's when I saw like mm-hmm. Jim Tomey and Manny yeah. Ramirez and some really special players roll through Charlotte in those, those times. They won it all. Yeah. With I that mean, group. Yeah. So it's, it's just, I mean, those are, there's some, I mean, a lot, I mean, that's like, a lot of a lot of memories for myself going to those games, you know, doing the speed pitch and figuring out how hard I threw as a little kid, you know, it's just stuff like that you remember, and then um, just crushing all the 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 um, the lemonades and the uh, snow cones that y- you know you do as a little kid, and then yep. you get older, and now you get to coach in this ballpark in Uptown, and you know you th- you think about kind of the progression from you know, that ballpark and, and that atmosphere to what it is now. And it's just, you kind of shake your head, just like, it's really cool to see how the Knights have progressed and um, the city of Charlotte has grown and just the, you know, the, the, ba- the baseball atmosphere. And then, you know, f- to, for us to be able to play there for, for two games a year and, and have our fan base, you know, come in there and, and support us in there and that environment, that setting, it's, it's pretty cool. I know our guys always really look forward to it, and I know our recruits and our future players that we've 
we've had on campus, we, we, we swing them by there as well and let them see it. So, you know, I know they're looking forward to it as well. Yeah. I know this is a, a season of first for you, but does, does that – I really hadn't thought about that, to be honest with you, but that that first trip down to BB&T, is that – I mean, that, yeah, that, that, that adds a little something to it, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just uh, – I mean, I've been an assistant coach for, for three years. We play in South Carolina. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the plate meeting – every every plate meeting right now is, is kind yeah. of its own little moment for me just because – I'm either at a place where I've I've been as a player, or I'm going going against a coach that I've known and respected for a long time. Just you know, what, whatever it may be. So yeah, I mean the plate meeting and you know getting to be with Coach Walter, who I've known for a long time, and Coach Avent, who I've known for a long time, and that setting. Those will those will be special moments that I'll just kind of slow try to slow time down for a minute or two, and then you know again just watch our guys take the field and enjoy watching them play. Yeah, a lot of Charlotte kids on the roster, and uh, probably look forward to playing there. And probably one of the best maintained fields as well. Not to mention the backdrop. I mean, yeah, it's like playing on carpet out there. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Um, we're looking forward to that uh, after you guys get back from San Antonio. But uh, back in the conference, uh, still a little early on the RPI. But um, I think the conference is eleventh. Um, yeah, one hundred two and eighty eight. And one, yeah, sorry, Kevin. In non-conference, but they're eleventh in uh, the conference ratings. Yeah, um, conference RPI according R- to Warren Nolan. Yeah, four four teams top one hundred RPI, eight teams in the top one fifty as of right now. So um, looking pretty good. This, as you mentioned, this is opening weekend in Conference USA. Um, a lot of good matchups. Middle Tennessee's at La Tech. I'm not sure. Um, where they're playing that series since they're they're rebuilding their stadium. Yeah, they're still. I I think are they are they utilizing a high school stadium? They're using they're doing the high school and they're doing some, some games in Mississippi as well. I'm not sure. Yeah, fans probably remember they. I mean, they're they got hit like their campus took like a direct hit with tornadoes and made their baseball baseball and softball. Did they lose yeah, both those? Both the, of them. the stadiums were just destroyed. So Louisiana Tech's still dealing with some less than ideal conditions. Yeah, I got to talk to Coach Burrow at the the head coach's meeting in Dallas back in August, and he's 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 first class coach. Just I mean, he, him he told us a few stories of just kind of some of the stuff they're going through. I mean, it's um, you know it's it's amazing what they've had to go through and what they they've had to endure. So um, yeah, just uh, it's I've got a lot of respect for Coach Burrow and what Louisiana Tech is going through right now. It's um, you know it, it's it's certainly challenges for them. Yeah. <clears throat> um, other matchups this weekend. Uh, FEU is down or up at uh, Old Dominion this weekend. Marshall's out. That's one to watch right there. That's yeah, a, that's, be, a, that's an interesting matchup. Um, all these are good, pretty good matchups except for a few. But Marshall at Rice. Um, FIU is at Southern Miss. That's going to be a good series. Western Kentucky at UAB. And obviously the Niners are at uh, – San Antonio for the weekend. So that's one worth watching. We'll be watching that one on Conference USA TV. Mm-hmm. You, you should watch that one, Coach. Yeah, I think I'll have a pretty good seat. <laughs> yeah, but yeah I'm, 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 we always we're always uh, anxious to see those Conference USA feeds. Um, some are better than others. Yep. Ours, I, ours I don't, don't remember. Good. I don't remember was San, was San Antonio a good one or I, I can't remember. remember. I mean, we'll find out Friday. Yeah, I don't remember. Maybe and, and if they weren't, maybe they've upgraded over the off season. Um, you know the 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 um, the RPI stuff is. I mean, on one hand, it is a little early, but on the other hand, this is you know everybody's pretty much done with without a conference stuff. 
So we're going to be looking at, you know, weekday games, changing that stuff to start, you know, for the rest of the way. Um, Conference USA in the 11th is a little little behind where we'd like to be, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. Um, it's kind of a this, – this season, watching the league, so far it kind of has a weird feel to it. I don't know. Just – I, I don't know that we have, and then we're going to find out real soon with with these games. But I don't. It's kind of hard to point. You can kind of point at FAU and Southern Miss, but I don't. I don't see anybody that's just like, oh my god, watch them. They're going to dominate. You know, this this looks like it's going to be it's really going to be a dogfight. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And like we haven't seen that many uh, Power Five scalps from our out of non conference. I mean, I, I know a team that's got one. <laughs> it's got one. I know a team that's uh, got one. I know. Uh, UTSA beat Notre Dame. And they've been having Notre Dame's having a pretty good year this year with their first year coach. Um, and what was it? FAU got that one against FAU, Miami. Miami. Yeah, so we had so, a few, few. But um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a good season. Southern uh, Miss, you can't ever count them out. Um, and even though even though Rice is hanging out still in the Rice is hanging out in the basement, uh, I'm not ever. When they are mathematically eliminated, I'm counting them out. I'm not even counting them out then. I, yeah. They're just. You, we just see this every year. I'm not yeah, buying it. Too good it. of a program, Coach Bragg is too good of a coach. Well, we we just watch them do this every year, Coach. Yeah. Is is like they're they play this crazy schedule mm-hmm. and they get beat up. It's so brutal. But you know, as the weather warms up, so do they. And, yeah. and I'm like, I'm not buying into that. They're they're. I'm not even paying yeah, attention. Just to some that. okay teams in Texas, I guess. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> well, I mean, you know, what was it? They they lost they lost one to. Um, you know Texas State of the Sun Belt, and they got you know you, they got beat up by them. And you know out here on the East Coast, it's easy to go ah Texas State, but go look into them. Yeah, I mean they're 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 no, balling they right now. They can play. Yeah, they're balling. So you know I, I don't read anything into that, but I, I we'll see. We're this is why what is it they all saying? This is why they play the games, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see how this. We know this. As we to, as we have found out the last couple seasons, we're going to be sitting here on the last weekend with some scenario. Play, you know, we're going to be sitting here going, it's going to come down to the wire. It's going to come down to Sunday of the last series before anything gets settled. Mm-hmm. It's just just the way the league is going to play out. Right. Which which means fans, you're going to have to stay dialed in all season long. Yep. No weeks off. Yep. All right. So. We're going to start wrapping this thing up here. We appreciate everybody tuning in on a Wednesday night. We know it's a little different, but that'll that'll kind of be the thing, I think. Wednesdays, when, when we're going to be on the road, Wednesday nights will probably be more, more. we'll keep you updated, but Wednesday nights will probably be more accurate. And we're playing at home when we get in here on Thursday nights, which, you know, it's fun. It's, it's cool playing, you know, on, when we're going to play Friday, getting in here on Thursday night and doing the show, but... We'll continue to, to kind of keep that schedule. Um, big shout out! We we we've got man our our list of our list of friends just keeps expanding. Uh, we still got Beantown Tavern. If you're in Matthews, look those guys up. Um, check out Better Built Structures in Kannapolis. I actually ordered something from them today, Kevin. I ordered a a, a really cool rocking chair for my my screened in porch. So uh, I'm I'm a customer now. Um, and then while I'm standing on the right field line during the Sunday game. Um, Doc Hall says, you know, hey, I'm a friend of the program, so if you need a dentist, you need to go see Dr. Ed Hall. Don't Absolutely. You agree, yeah. See, we got friends. We're just we, – we have so many friends. I love got our friends. friends. Yeah. Yeah, so go check out – go check out all our friends. All right, so as we start to wrap this up here, we appreciate – 
all of you guys for tuning in. The show has been such a success. The, 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 the listenership has been great. We can see the numbers, and, and it's just phenomenal how many folks are, are either listening live or ch- uh, checking us out later on Facebook or through, through the podcast. Uh, we love getting feedback from you guys. It's so cool to, to run into fee- people that, that have, uh, have listened to the show and provide some feedback. Um, check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook. You can check us out on Instagram or as, did the kids actually call that the gram? I don't know. Brad, uh-huh. did the kids call that the gram? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Check out Diamond Niner fans there. You can also email us, diamondninerfans.gmail.com. Um, or, heck, forget all that. Just say hello when you see us. That's that's the fun part. We had a, a great tailgate out here, Coach. Uh, yeah, I saw. Saturday. I saw. And I, I heard I, you stop by. I swung by for a little bit. Yeah, I couldn't stay or hang around. I, I was busy. But uh, <laughs> did, did you have some other things going on? I had a, I had some other things going on. I wanted to stay. the the crowd the the crowd and the group they they seemed awesome and uh, it just, it meant it means a lot to us. It means I mean it means a lot to our coaching staff to to see not only obviously family members and and friends but um, the, the fan base coming out strong and coming out early and staying late. I mean the, it just doesn't go on it doesn't go unnoticed. When you know you're wrapping up BP and people are rolling in, or you're walk, I'm, I always kind of come up to the office to fill out the the lineup card um, each and every home game, and so I can kind of always see out the front of Hayes, you know, kind of the tailgate scene, and and so um, that was really cool to see. And then you know when we wrap up a, a game or a win, and and you know we're kind of walking back to the dugout, it just it never goes unnoticed when when people are there from wire to wire and our players feel it and they hear it and it makes a big difference on the outcomes of our games and how our guys play and perform because we we, we feed off that energy and as the weather as the weather improves here in the next few weeks that that only needs to intensify we yeah. we got to we got to stay out mm-hmm. here but yeah awesome tailgate um uh, right out right out here in front of the haze uh, on the grass right before the saturday game so yeah, it, was it was really great. cool mm-hmm. um so Look for us. Look for this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, what have you. We're all of those places and more. Make sure to subscribe in order to be notified when we post new content. Kevin, I'm going to give you your final thoughts and try not to steal Coach Woody's stuff this week. All right. Well, well Coach, <laughs> Coach, uh, congrats on the, on the big win yesterday. Um, safe travels to you and the team on your trip to San Antonio tomorrow. And uh, hope to come back with a couple, maybe three W's. Yeah, that's the goal. I mean, our, our guys have worked extremely hard this entire week and trying to build off of last night and do a good practice today. And we'll we'll get on the plane tomorrow. About I think our flight's at twelve fifty. We'll get into San Antonio a little after three, and um, you know we'll we'll grab a good meal and head to the yard to practice. We'll have a good workout tomorrow night, and then we'll tee it up. So there, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good good opening series. And like I said, I just. I've gotten I've gotten to where just I, I once the game starts once we get through practices and workouts in the weight room and preparation I just I enjoy watching them play I don't I don't do a whole lot once the game starts they, they, you know it's so it's um I'm just you know I'm looking forward to that I'm looking forward to getting back out there in the dugout in San Antonio and seeing our guys play because they're, they're fun to watch. Were, were those your final thoughts, Coach? Final thoughts. I like it. That's it. All right, guys. This has been another week of Diamond Niners Weekly coming to you live from the Haze. Until next time, we will see you at the Haze. Go Niners.